This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Rumored guy that ends up with Claire, who she picks after what, like a couple of weeks of being there? No, I'm gonna kill her. No, <laughs> no, she did us a favor because she gave our friend the opportunity to be the bachelor. Sometimes you have these mm-hmm. what I call love blinders on, and the hope of like you're 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 holding on to little slivers of things that in the relationship may have yes. made you happy for a portion, but you have to lay it all out and say, okay, which portions have I actually been happy and been at my best, and is that outweighing all of the negative yes. times? Everyone, welcome back to Black Beans and Rice podcast. Nicole is here, but we are also very excited because we have our first guest, superstar Christian Haggerty. We all know her. We all love her from Bachelor in Paradise. Um, it's crazy because she's the only, I think, Bachelor contestant that has entered the world of Bachelor without actually ever being on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. So she is a legend, basically. So thanks for being here, Christian. No, you all are legends. And I'm so glad you've created a podcast because finally, not finally, but you guys are the most genuine, kind-hearted people and you're both hilarious. And I think that your voices need to spread throughout Bachelor Nation and beyond because you both, you know, are just so amazing. So thank you for having me. Thank you. This is why we bring her on because she's she's the best. (laughs) She's so nice to us. Um, so Christian, what are you? What have you been up to? We've been following along on Instagram and stuff, but tell everyone what you've been up to since the show. Yes, so the show was a whirlwind. It was it was really crazy. Um, I'm I'm really fortunate about the things, the friendships I made with, of course, you and Nicole and a, a few others. Everyone was so well, warm and welcoming to me. Um, you know, like you said, I haven't been on any of the Bachelor shows prior to Paradise, so it was. Um, an interesting, it was, it was different. It was definitely scary at times, but I was there for, you know, to pursue a love that was already had before the show and it didn't work out, unfortunately, but fortunately I learned so much through that being in the public eye, going through a breakup and really reprioritizing what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and then I did fall in love again shortly after and my girlfriend now is Taylor Blake. We're going on about eight months. So we left LA back in May and we came all the way back across the United States, went in a tent basically. We didn't renew a lease in LA and we came back to spend time with our families. And in doing so, we were inspired to buy a camper. And so we are excited to take everyone on our journeys. We will be creating different content and I will still be doing mental live mental health chats along the way. Um, and we're just really excited to create our own future together. So I love that you guys are doing that. My family is a big RV home family. Everyone in my family has some type of van that they've turned into a home. Everyone except for me. So I'm the odd man out in that. But I'm excited for you guys because they love it. They take it everywhere. They'll even sit in it in, in the driveway of their own home. Like they just like love to be in the camper. So I fully get what you're doing. That's amazing. You should join them. You guys should all, we should have a big reunion. You bring your family, all your campers. Nicole, you can stay in my guest camper room, which is AKA my van. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, it'd be so much fun. 
Christian, do you guys have a plan for where you're going to be taking the RV? Are you taking it all around the U.S. or what's your like game plan for that? Yeah, we were we were going to go to Northern California first and stop in Colorado because those two places are amazing. But, you know, it's so unfortunate that these fires have really taken over, you know, NorCal and a lot of where we were planning to go. And we did have a friend out there with some property that we were going to visit first and then start our adventures. So right now we're actually like kind of rerouting and deciding where we want to go first. We might just do some Florida stuff as well. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's so freeing because we don't have, we're not obligated to a lease. We're not obligated to a certain location. So it's been really nice just to have that freedom to be like, oh, let's up and go this weekend to St. Augustine and we can. Or let's go visit these family and friends. And so I don't, it's just been such an exciting adventure, even though we have only taken two trips so far to just be able to like plan our lives together as it comes. It's so smart because with traveling right now, everything's kind of still shut down, but because you guys are bringing your home with you, you don't have to worry about staying anywhere. Like if it's bad in the area, you can just go back to your little cozy home. And I love that. Exactly. Well, thank you for the support. Everyone was like, my family at first was like, huh? What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, well, um, I bought a, we bought a camper and we're going to go wherever we want. How did you guys feel about this decision? Were you like excited about it or were you a little like nervous about the fact? Because for me leaving, I left L.A. recently and that was a little hard for me to do because I was like, I'm leaving all this opportunity. I don't know what's next. Not saying I won't go back, but like what was your mindset around leaving L.A.? Well, I originally moved to L.A. to pursue entertainment at some capacity, and I did graduate from uh, Second City in Chicago the year before. So I love just all forms of entertainment. And then I have a business degree, so I wanted to learn the back end of production and learn how do you actually run a set? How does a network like put on a production? How do music videos be made? How do commercials become, you know? made and so I had a producer friend that put me on like a Wells Fargo commercial when I first moved to LA and I started as just a a production assistant real low just like running errands getting coffee and stuff for the director but in LA it's really a lot of times and I know people have heard this but it's about who you know and so Mm -hmm. I just started kind of marinating myself in the network of music video and commercial productions and I was fortunate enough to be put on some really cool um, jobs and slowly in time work my way up and build my trust and my relationships with all these people to take on bigger positions and I moved up to second assistant director for like two Super Bowl commercials and then a Nike commercial with Rosalia in the beginning of this year so it's just really cool and I'm just a lot of the work that I was really proud of aside from you know being so vulnerable and putting myself out there for the community to become be part of one of the first same sex couples on reality TV as well. So that was like LA was just, it was, everything was so quick and was happening so fast, Mm -hmm. but now it's like, and I'm thankful for the platform that bachelor nation has given me from going on that show and from all the networking I've done on the production side of things. Entertainment is, there's no route, there's no like direct, this is what you do. You don't go to like get your bachelor's in entertainment and then you do this and you do that. You really just have to put yourself in the culture. You have to put yourself out there. And depending on what side of the screen you want to be on, um, you really have to like put yourself out there and just meet people and you know share your light. And I'm just fortunate to be able to use social media now Instead of worrying about, you know, not worrying about, but trying to either be on the front of the screen or behind, 
because um, my my end goal would be to have a talk show would be really cool. Do we Thank still you. talk about this like with Animal Planet or are you hosting like some like animal show and like me helping? Or, like, do we ever used to always talk about things? I studied the same thing like broadcast journalism. I still like my boyfriend. Everyone wants me to go back into local news and like do that again. Which I actually still want to do. And you should. And and there's no and, and the beautiful thing is that we all now have is a platform and and I'm not saying that's like we obviously didn't go on the show for that, but it is a blessing and I've seen how you guys use your platform to share love and promote things that you actually, you know, advocate for. And that's why I commend you guys so much and everything you do because you're so genuine and real. And a lot of times I think people, you know, in the influencer world can lose themselves and I'm just like so proud of you guys for staying true to what you believe in and who you are. Um, and so I would just highly respect you guys for that because I can see how it can be so easy to get lost in the numbers of things. And it's just, you know, these are people that are actually like influenced by us. And so we should take it you know, seriously, no matter how many followers you have, there's still people, it doesn't matter, you know, the number. So anyway, um, so now I'm just like learning to utilize the platform as well as my girlfriends to kind of create whatever we want with, you know, either whether it be YouTube channel or uh, Instagram, but that's also a form of entertainment and that can also lead you to a network size production. And that would be the goal for like the next few years to be able to pitch some show ideas and stuff like that. So Awesome. Yeah, I think this time, even though it's been scary and uncomfortable for a lot of people it has forced a lot of people to get creative and try to figure out like what skills do you have and how can you apply them to this time in the best way and it seems like you are definitely doing that so I commend you on that as well and I'm really proud of you and I'm excited to follow along that journey because I know it's so fun and I know that you and Taylor are gonna have a blast so I'm really excited for you guys and yeah and I can't wait to get into all of your things that you're learning about with your mental health because I know that's like a huge platform for you and something that you're a big advocate for so I definitely want to talk about that later but before we do that we have Christian for the whole episode she's going to be like our third co-host today so we're going to get into some pop culture stuff we have to talk about Tasha's. I guess they're Claire's Claire's men but they're really Tasha's men I mean, we'll see, but we'll have to break down that and then we'll get into Christian stuff a little later. So, Nicole, before we jump into all of that, do you have any um, pop culture things for us today? <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, Nicole Lopez here with What's Cooking on the <laughs> Black Beans and Rice podcast. Oh um, <laughs> I don't get me. So... Um, the Sanderson sisters are reuniting for a Hocus Pocus reunion October 30th, and that's going to be online. I'm so excited to see Sarah Jessica Parker and all the fabulous ladies because, like, that's honestly the only gift we have this October because we have the election coming up and everything is horrible. And they and canceled trick or treating, so there's no joy in the world true, as true. far as <laughs> Halloween goes. So sad, but. Gotta keep everyone safe. That yeah, That's exactly. Sad. Bachelorette actually released all the men who are going to be on the season officially, and they put out all these teasers and videos. So we all got a glimpse of who these men are for Claire and Tasha. <laughs> really, but for Tasha. Wink, wink. Yeah, totally for Claire. <laughs> totally for um, Claire. And Mar- Mariah Carey's memoir also is coming out to reveal about all her traumas that she experienced, like growing up in the spotlight and with her abusive ex-husband. And so that was actually really amazing, and I can't wait to watch that. Because she really suffered a lot. Because she was married to this older man who was like 30 years older than her. And it was her manager. Yeah, it was a really abusive relationship. So she finally is coming clean about that. She's never talked about it ever. It's been like a huge secret. And also Paris Hilton 
Speaking of like on the same line of things, Paris Hilton also has come out saying like her former school was really abusive and like she's come out trying to shut down the school. So uh, that was actually something that if you go to her Instagram now, it's all about that. Mm. And yeah, so she also suffered like a lot in her childhood. And then last week, unfortunately, um, yeah, Miss um, Chrissy Teigen, who I love so much, suffered a miscarriage. And her and John Legend obviously were devastated and her mom posted how devastated they all were. But what was mm-hmm. so raw about it is that they, she showed the real photos of her going, experiencing the miscarriage, holding that little like, oh, so I know, I feel like baby. I know it made women cry around the country and it mm-hmm. really opened up the conversation because I don't know why it's taboo. It's like such a normal thing that happens to so many hundreds of thousands of women. And and it's not to be ashamed of. I think a lot of women that I've yeah. known too, it's like something's wrong, you know, with, is there something wrong with me? Was it my, you know what I mean? And, and it's, I'm so proud of Christy for doing that because it probably mm-hmm. helped so many women out there feel like less alone in such a, a hard, devastating time. That's so devastating. Exactly. On a lighter note, um, this week, I know this week was <laughs> SNL finally premiered um, a real episode that was in studio because they've been doing quarantine episodes before. So they started their new season with Chris Rock as the host. Mm-hmm. And we got to see, like, everyone's been really highly anticipated who's going to be Joe Biden as we cover the election on SNL. And it's, <laughs> and it's Jim Carrey, who is, of course, <laughs> such a freak. He's such, a, he's such so an amazing, you know, he's an, such an amazing he's actor. So that, uh, yeah, yeah. So he just like, embodied every mannerism like from the aviator glasses to the weird smile like her, her. Well, it's amazing. It's amazing as jim carrey and then um maya rudolph who i'm also in love with she uh-huh. played kamala harris and perfect that was like a fabulous opening episode to the whole season and that was really fun to watch i have to go watch that right now i was actually just talking about how jim carrey hasn't really been in anything lately so i'm so excited to see him back and especially in it's such true. an iconic role it's gonna be it's amazing true, true. yeah I, the last I saw was, I don't know if it was a documentary or something, mm-hmm. but he was on a very spiritual finding himself kind of journey. Oh, yeah. And then was like, went to like a real far extreme, but I'm glad he's back, you know, doing things and his mental health is good. Um, and good for him. Cause we need more light in the world. We need more, more Jim Carrey, more laughs. And on some other good news, Amanda Bynes shared an Instagram selfie for the first time, like in forever. So she's doing okay. So she's still with us. This is good. Thank God. Oh, a good old selfie check-in just to make sure that she is still with us. I love that. Yeah, I know. A lot of riveting news this week. Also, one thing I saw too, Demi Lovato just got Oh my God. Don't or... I, know, I know everything. I, okay. Can you please go through that for me? Because I'm just, I don't know how I feel fully on the situation. Oh, so I go just ahead. Because, okay, I've been a huge Demi fan. I've always been Team Demi since I was like in sixth grade. Just because I used to watch her and Selena on their YouTube show, like Selena Gomez. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. there. We didn't know what Selena you were talking about. <laughs> My friend. <laughs> I thought you said Celine Dion. I was confused for a second. <laughs> that would be quite the combo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, oh my God, poor Demi. No, no she's, she does go through periods where she is way too vulnerable and a little bit, you know, as we know, like we've, she's been so open about her struggles her entire life with like substance abuse and just like with relationships, how she like really depends on someone really to like have, you know, to be happy and like, it's just like, no, like girl, like she really needs like uh, true friends and true family to be there to support her. And she doesn't have that. She really is alone when she's in LA in that mansion of hers. And like, she really is so 
vulnerable to creeps like this guy that basically is a huge creep like the guy she was dating max i was gonna ask yeah, yeah so what do you know freak. about he's like what do you think about him he's a, he's a soap opera actor who obviously stalked her like forever and like slid his way into her like trance and totally manipulated her he was just dating her for the clout and the fame as they say like that was all for his career you could even see his posts were all just advertising his own thing and even the way now when he posted but, on his story a couple of days ago, like, oh, can you imagine finding out you like got broken up with while you're filming a Christian film? <laughs> That's what he wrote. He's, literally, he's like literally living his soap opera. Yeah, it's no, like, no, no. So I feel so bad. But for when her. it, I'm not, Mm-mm. you know, and I feel so bad for her too, but I feel like she's been in this level of fame and stardom for so long that you'd be able to like maybe see that the like see the red flag no, for somebody has, that's maybe using you she probably has like two I don't know. real friends like she honestly doesn't have anyone that's like there with her mm. like warning her or like guiding her at all she had like a kind of an unstable childhood mm-hmm. kind of even like selena gomez like they both have unusual they were thrown into the spotlight they literally met on barney when they're like four years old oh yeah barney so you know what i mean like they literally have not had a normal <laughs> childhood like they have not had any normal relationship in their life <laughs> i was thinking their Barney first show was disney me, channel sorry. oh no. my god i loved barney but it was oh, barney you're so no. right they were both on barney mm-hmm. how iconic are they they've been around since they were I know. like basically <laughs> could walk <laughs> since they and could stand i know and they're also like our age so i always felt like connected like her and miley demi and miley like their mm-hmm. stories i feel like i've grown up with them so like i feel yeah. like stronger when things happen to them because I feel like I've grown up mm-hmm. without them so yeah they're your like peers <laughs> yeah my mom like my mom will wake up in the morning like did you hear I'm worried about Demi <laughs> like, yeah. like I already she called me last night mom yeah yeah we talked about it I'm her one we of her like, only hey, two friends yeah. <laughs> when she said exactly she only has me. two friends Nicole is one of those <laughs> true, friends true. is what she meant we know the truth Nicole that's <laughs> true were so you the one that set Demi up with Mike Johnson at one point, Nicole? Was that no, you? No, it's also one. Not, no, 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 no. It's all no offense. I mean, we love, we love Mike. But also we love like, Mike. Demi, like, no, I no, forgot no. about that. <laughs> oh my god, that's that why so Ari- Ariana Grande is dating a real estate agent right now because, like, she need we need people who just aren't like they they don't have their own social. <laughs> they don't career have yeah. The, the clout is not from. for them. That's yeah, what we yeah. need. But even so I'm living in Ohio her. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've gone the total opposite extreme. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know more. I know. I Mine know. It's crazy. Or Nicole's. <laughs> or all of them. I know Both all of our you. stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, my story's still unfolding, but I'm basically married, essentially. <laughs> I've been dating a guy for what? Three months, not three even. Months. Yeah. That's and I've so now crazy. moved in. I've redone three There's rooms no in the house. Love. There's no time. Exactly. You were on that same trajectory. No. Like it's quick. Once you know, you know, right? It feels right. <laughs> She's over there. Sometimes with you know, and then you don't know. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then, mine might be a little bit different, but yeah. Well, so it's either it goes both ways where you have to go through relationships to really know, or you just don't ever have relationships to really know. So <laughs> we're opposite <laughs> v- versions of the same thing. Oh we God. hope. <laughs> no, but, I'm so happy for you. And I tell all is if you are happy and you are growing and exactly. you are you are so don't, yeah. there's nothing to worry about it yeah I, day day. Here, are you kidding me i got engaged after like 20 something days on a reality show like, <laughs> this is true <laughs> this is uh, you're not wrong about that true yeah, yeah well yeah. i i guess i keep saying that i'm on the bachelor trajectory as far as timelines go as far as timelines go i'm behind so i'm this is healthy as far as i'm concerned <laughs> what do you mean because you're and bachelor and bachelor no? nation no because bachelor nation world you do three months of dating oh, but you get like a total of what 
45 yeah. minutes with them and then you're engaged by the end of three months and then you live together and then you do the whole press circuit. <laughs> if we really were to break it out into timing, um, you're really like been dating him for like three years. Exactly. So <laughs> we imagine be with children by now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next year would be, is going to be my like one year anniversary with my boyfriend. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that insane? No, She's been dating I know. Nicole. I know. As long as I know. Yes. I know. Like super intense, like steady, like this whole time. Like I've just been hiding the whole healthy. thing. Healthy. Crazy. Super healthy. 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 What a concept, everyone. Crazy. What a concept. No, no, he's literally like, yeah, I just went to his dad's wedding yesterday. <laughs> like, oh my crazy. God. That's a big stat. I know. I know. It was like really intense. Yeah. It was good. I helped him write his I'm like, so. And everything. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm so happy you're happy, Nicole. Seriously, Aww. you both deserve it. And look at us now. Look at all look at of us that. happy. That was really crazy. Here for the right reasons, people. <laughs> it works. It works. Speaking of bachelor things, why don't yes. we break down Claire, aka Tasha's men for everyone? Let's go ahead. I'm gonna try to share my screen. Mm. All right, so there's 31 men. We're gonna break it down. Oh boy. All right. So first up. <laughs> A real look. Here we go. All it right. looks exactly like his bio. AJ, 28, <laughs> a software Sorry? salesman from Playa del Rey, California. He's wearing a very stylish camel colored, collared V neck. V neck. Oh, yeah. yeah he looks like he, it's like a V neck and a collar. It's kind of unique. Yeah. It's very uh-huh. like yeah. 70s vibe. And no, he, he looks like oh. he, he doesn't know why he's there, but yeah. he's going with it. Like now, now <laughs> he's, he's, he ended up there. He thought so he, he, thought he was gonna. <laughs> he thought he was going to take his software's uh, headshot for his Yeah, I will say I'm black. very happy they switched to white for the background. That's very lovely. Just clean. Oh, it's blue, right? What was it? Blue? It's always like blue or gray or something really True. weird, and I don't understand why they didn't do white. So here we are. We finally got that together. All right, uh, up next. <laughs> Ben, 29, an Army Ranger veteran from Venice, California. Oh my God. Very attractive. I yeah, will say fun like- fact about Ben. He actually is a fitness instructor in LA. And I started following him on Instagram because I thought he was so hot. I just randomly saw one of the my podcasters that I listened to was being trained by him. And I was like, who is this hot person? And I just started following him. No so, and then like all these months later, I'm like, why is he on The Bachelor? Here we are. So... <laughs> Oh no a, way! Oh my god, he's a front runner for me. <laughs> for my, yeah, I already know. Like, already yeah. know whose type, type he is. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna we all we've all heard the rumors <laughs> that Claire ends up with one guy, and we'll tell you which guy that is. If you want to yeah. skip through that, we'll let you know when that is. But um, I would say this is a front runner for Tasha for sure. Yeah, oh, he oh, looks very yes, Tasha, and he's from California. And- and he's from oh, California, yeah, so it wouldn't be that far. He's got a nice collared polka dot shirt on, very small polka dots. Yeah, he's he's looking like a good one. Bennett, 36, a wealth management oh, consultant him. from New York City. Nicole there's hates him. I'm sorry. There's something in his eyes. I don't know. He kind of looks like <laughs> they're dead. Um, they're dead. the villain from Spider-Man? Yes. yes. Like he's a younger version of the dad from Spider-Man. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. He yeah, also no. looks it's like kind of making me a little a uncomfortable. Yeah, but yeah, you don't, you don't want to look too long. <laughs> he's also serving some strong chest hair. Yeah, no, everything. Oh no, put it away. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and he's playing balding, so he had to do like a weird little flip on his hair because he's obviously like going bald. So it's a, it's all a mess. We need, a, we need a scroll down. Okay, next up. Blake <gasps> no, it's too Menard. Whoa, 31. Hey. Let's just also say guys in general are worse looking in photos. We'll just give them that, okay? 
a male sure. grooming specialist. Okay, pause. What does a oh, male grooming okay. specialist mean? I think it has grooming? something to do with his hairdo. I don't know. Like a dog groomer or, <laughs> or like, is it like facial hair? No, it's oh, like yeah, male. It's, yeah, yeah, it has to be like some facial hair. Thing. Maybe like the barbershop thing. I was when I hear male grooming, I think of like the downstairs area of male grooming. No, because oh. it'd be badass if he like. Well, I, don't, I definitely don't think it's the hair on his head grooming specialist. No, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hope it's facial <laughs> hair and not. You know, genital hair. No, I just don't want any of like any woman with this person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want anyone to you know. Like, just don't. Do you think he's gay? No, like I don't want Phoenix, no. Arizona is where he's from. Oh, it's even worse. Ooh. I'm kidding. I don't know. Okay. okay. Another Blake. Next up, Didn't we already have a Blake? We already had a Blake oh, and he ran stagecoach. So this is Blake Moyne. I'm sorry if I say your guys' last names wrong. I'm trying. 29, a wildlife manager from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always There's has a three names. Canadian. Um, he's Canadian. <laughs> what is a wildlife manager There's three manager things do? I like. Okay, I don't know, but I love that he's from Canada. Yeah. I love that he's in wildlife and that he's managing that. So I don't That's know. I don't, I don't have anything. Yeah, he seems... His, I like the positives in this. His eyes yeah. match his you know, shirt. Nice light green eyes. Yeah. He has a really good green shirt on. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. He has. He looks like he has all of his hair, and yeah. No, so, he looks like the goofy, like best friend Disney character. That's never the lead. <laughs> like never the lead. Always never the, the lead. Yeah. But it's always good to have him around. Like he'll be. He looks like the guy that would be like friends with everyone in the house. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's attractive yeah, he enough. Kind of. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. attractive enough, but it's not threatening to anyone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brandon, twenty-eight, a real estate agent from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, Ohio! He looks like he looks like 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 the sexy Bollywood protagonist. He's of, giving like, some you the movie. smolder from Tangled. Here comes the smolder. I will say he, he good face. Yeah, he's definitely just a model who took this as like a gig, like thinking like, oh, perfect, another thing. Like his agent was like, CC, do it. A model from Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, here I am. And like he I know it. we're just doing real estate on the side, but you want to be a model. Yeah. Definitely. So. Yeah. No, interesting, interesting. Like I I could see like Claire or like anyone. I see Tatasha liking him. Like right? that maybe, would be like a guy that she played with, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but never her real thing. Never yeah, not the real thing. Mm-hmm. Unless no. he's got some else, you know, something else behind those eyes. Yeah, but, but he's he got a good face. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Strong jawline. But he probably knows yeah. that, so it's all horrible. <laughs> <laughs> We're catching anyway. Nicole on a very good day. <laughs> All right, up next, Brendan, 30, a commercial roofer from Milford, Massachusetts. They always have to get another Nick Vial weirdo looking. Yeah, (laughs) there's always like a clone of Nick Vial in some weird form. Yeah. Is it Vial or Vial? I think it's Vial. Vial. I think it's Vial. Yeah, I think it's Vial. Anyways, this is not Nick Vial. This is Brendan, 30. (laughs) He's wearing a nice blue suit with a white shirt, nice blue eyes. And he doesn't yeah, look actually, very happy to be if here. If you cover the bottom of his face, he looks like that actor. I think I have to get the name. Wait, yes. he has like blue eyes and people think he's super hot. Oh, he has uh, James Franco? <laughs> he has long hair. James Franco? James Franco does have blue eyes. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. He does he has brown eyes. Yep. Oh, well, I should know that because he had, I had a poster. Well, I don't know. I mean, I like years. women, so, but. Yeah, I. <laughs> well, we'll bring you back to judge the woman for Matt James. Okay, perfect. Up next. Okay. This one looks like a front runner for Tasha. Chasen, an IT account executive from San Diego, California. Also a California boy. She yeah, loves it, a beach Exactly. Boy. Exactly. Because they have similar upbringings to her too. Mm-hmm. She has that whole California vibe and 
just kind of conservative. So like anyone who fits that mold. He looks and, like he could break your heart a little bit to me. Yeah, like you didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah like he's super nice, super fun. But also nice. He has like three other girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know? So mm, yeah. he's, he's definitely a front runner for me though. As and he's 31. As, and he's 31. Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's overall yeah, that, but he used to do that. Yeah, like yeah. maybe well, he was a former one of those. We'll see. Yeah. We have our eyes on him. We're watching closely. All right. Up next, Chris, 27, a landscape design salesman from Salt Lake City, Utah. He looks like he's of Asian descent. You know, he's attractive too. He's attractive. Also, would you guys see that video? I think it was a TikTok about, it was like all Asian men doing the bachelorette and it was a blonde bachelorette. And they were like, so I, they were just like all different types of Asians. (laughs) After the first night, there's one of them crying. He was like, well, so she realized I was Asian, so I got sent home. Oh, <laughs> well, let's hope Chris makes it past night one. Honestly, I feel for yeah, him because I'm of the nice. same family. Yeah. But yeah, he looks mm-hmm. nice. He's very attractive. He's got good dimples, nice smile. He does, and he got that pose down. Like he was he like, no, the no, side no. angle. He was like, no, no, no. He's this like, is no, my good yeah, side. I'm not gonna go on. Yes, I'm. We're not turn. doing forward yeah. shoulders. We're going side. You're gonna see my side part and my fade. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, Chris. We'll hope we see you for a while, Dale. So this is the one. Dale, 31, a former pro football receiver from Brandon SD, San Diego. South, D- South Dakota. South Dakota. Where's Brandon? Um, <laughs> no, I have a feeling I'm right, maybe. I think South Dakota. I feel like if it was San Diego, they would have said that. Yeah, exactly. So South Dakota. Yeah. So Dale huh. is the rumored guy that ends up with Claire, who she picks after, what, like a couple of weeks of being there? Yeah, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> No, <laughs> but no, she did us a favor because no, she kidding. gave our friend the opportunity to be the bachelor. Exactly. So no. Happy about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would say I would Dale would not be the first guy I would pick for Claire necessarily, but he is attractive. I get the sense that he probably would have no trouble in real life or like yeah. he somehow is you know what I mean when it comes to like why his intentions for even being on the show. Yeah. As and- Someone who has even dated you, a former, whatever, pro football player on the show. It's just like, I get bad vibes. Pro football, because we dated a former pro football You're triggered. Player. You're literally I'm triggered. triggered. You dated multiple triggered. pro football players. You dated Clay and I don't Colton. trust any exactly. of them. So exactly. She, yeah, Their intentions, she, I'm always a little like, really? Like, like yeah. Man, it must be so hard for you right now. Like, yeah, get on that show. I mean, and it's so hard to tell from just one photo, but you but can it's hard to tell. look at the eyes. And it's always eyes the eyes. look a little bit mysterious. Right? So there's something like, no. Mysterious or like. Like cocky. Like he's hmm. been even practicing to be on TV for like maybe other things. Like, I don't know. He looks like hmm. really TV ready. I don't know. We'll he's see. We'll see. Very squinty eyed look. We'll like see. he's got like the eyes on the prize for sure. Damar, yeah. 26. A spin cycling instructor sweet. from Scottsdale, mm-hmm. Arizona. I will say Taisha used to work at cycle, So she does love that environment. He looks like a fun guy. Like he'll definitely be around for a while. Yeah. Cause everyone in the house will love him. And if he's, he's a, if he's an instructor like that, they have high energy. They're, they're used to being around like a room of people. They're amping everyone up. So I, I, I like him a lot already just by looking at his But face. he's, he's young. Yeah. So he's probably going to be on paradise. Oh, for sure. For like another time. Like, cause he's so young. Yeah, let's be real. Mm-hmm. She's, she is like 30. And I feel like Keisha is over the young thing. She did so that over this it. past season of Paradise. I agree. We're, yeah. we, should, we need to find her a husband. Mm-hmm. Easy. 
29. Oh, wow. Easy. Easy. Yeah. I like that. A sports marketing agent from Newport Beach where Keisha lives, California. I'm getting a trend here. Like of all these SoCal, California people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where does Claire live? They knew what they were doing. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's like almost they were casting for Tasha. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know where Claire lives. But Do like, you know where Claire lives? Claire Crawley lives in Sacramento. So oh California. no, super wrong. Yeah, he, he looks like he's actually really nice too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. he seems sweet. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a good guy. I don't yeah, know necessarily see him. <gasps> Wait, go to the Miami one. Oh, she would. She would. <laughs> oh, Miami. Oh no. Miami people are so loyal. Anyways, no, she said no. ew. Was that true? <laughs> no, because I, I, I don't these salesmen are Do all... you know him? No, people? but like... Uh, Did you go on a just... hinge date with him one time? <laughs> no, because healthcare salesmen... before? No, <laughs> no, ew, never. This is Ed. Ed, 36, a healthcare salesman from Miami, Florida. So, Nicole, you're probably going to run into him at the events. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, God. No, no, you no. You and Ed are going to have to chat it through. He's wearing a t-shirt with a navy blue suit jacket, mm-hmm. and he has like a comb back hairdo, dark. He looks Damn. like he's from Miami. I just feel like, yeah, no, hey, no shade, it's, but it's probably the highlight of his life. It's just like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I feel like his family's probably super rooting for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I can't tell. It seems like he like would be his almost upper body looks like it'd be like a football player, and then I feel like he might be actually like pretty short, right? You know, might have really and coming guys. from and coming from Miami, everyone here is super short. They're True. Five, yeah. Six, mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. My brother's very at short, all. Tasha's pretty tall though. Like, she is like yeah. five nine ish almost. Exactly. So we want a tall mm-hmm. guy for her, but it's up to her. Garen, thirty four, a professional journalism. Wait, a professor, oh, I'm not talking professor. about a professor <laughs> of journalism from North Hollywood, California, which is also in California. He seems He's super nice. He's very happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's smiling with all, totally. all teeth like, and all of his eyes. I love it. He's got yeah, a great totally smile. Different, different from all the guys we've seen so he far. He looks like a genuine human, which is very rare. He doesn't yeah, look like he, he has does any look secrets. Like a human. He, he doesn't have a... like endearing... Because all these guys, like, they probably have, like, a weird modeling portfolio on the yeah. side that we don't know about. Yeah. But this guy probably is, like, one of the most. He, he looks like he has, like, a real, like, yeah. worker por- portfolio, like, jobs. Yeah, he's just going to have a good time. I feel yeah. like he might not be a good fit for yeah. either one of them. But he's going to come in with he, his I feel like it might be a fan favorite. Like a, a fan favorite. He's going to come in with his, like, heart on his sleeve. Very yeah. kind. Really close with his family, you know? This is like Instagram stalking and I love it. Anyways, Ivan, 28, (laughs) an aeronautical engineer from Dallas, Texas. That's a real big boy job. So good for him. He's very smart. Very smart. Always a plus. I feel like that will be, I mean, I feel like he can make it far with his brain alone. He looks very casual. He looks like he's smart, but he doesn't like show it off too much. Yeah, yeah. He seems like he could be a little quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Definitely introverted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But. I feel like we'll see him. But hopefully. he's still younger than all. Yeah, he's 28, so he's younger. So Tasha just turned 30, and Claire is, what, 34, 35, mm-hmm. 38? I might have to Google that one more time. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure she's actually like, <laughs> way older, older than what you said. I think. I think she might be 38. Anyways, mm-hmm. Jason, 31, a former pro football player, uh-oh, a lineman from oh, Arlington, careful. Virginia. careful. Don't trigger Nicole. Yeah, another <laughs> pro Virginia, football though. player. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah she, we have a thing against former pro football players yes yeah, so another tall 
So from Virginia. Yeah, he looks like every <laughs> other pro football player we've ever had on the season. So, but also like yeah. a good, like yeah, like a, like a normal guy. Looks normal. He has a light yeah. shirt on. He just seems like he's just right? family man, soft yeah. spoken, chilling, which just is what? barbecuing in the backyard. He looks, looks like, like he could good, like, like put up a picket fence. You know, he could like hammer yeah. some things for you. Yeah. yeah. And he's probably not going to model after this. Probably yeah, not. I think not because of his look, but yeah. just his eyes. He just seems like I don't really care about it all. Jay, thirty. He looks short. <laughs> a fitness director <laughs> from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Nicole, what? How do you feel about Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's somewhere. It's funny. I've been there a lot recently because Adam wants to like move there because a lot of his friends live there, and houses in Miami obviously like very expensive. So like it would be a, a cute move, but. I don't know. We'll see. So he may also be your neighbor at some point is what you're oh, saying. God. Yeah. yeah, basically. No, no. He's, he's not, just like, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing here. All of these guys <laughs> wore shirts. <laughs> he, he, he like found the wrong room. You know, I'm just ended up taking a photo. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, these, he, he's here to make some new buds. <laughs> but all of these guys are matching. They did the, the, the solid choice of matching the shirt to their eye color. Uh, almost every guy mm-hmm. did that that has an eye color besides brown. Oh, interesting. So he's wearing an yeah. olive green shirt for his olive green eyes. So there you go. There you Jeremy, go. 40. Oh, he looks like oh. trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ew, he plays like obsessed with. He's a know, banker just... from Washington, D.C. He looks like he could cause some problems. Mm-hmm. He might be a villain. But yeah. And he's like really skinny too. Yeah. But he, so he's probably a huge talker and like, he I don't like know, he, he might have to... done drugs at some point. Manipulate women into like, I don't even know. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, he looks like an another villain character from like a movie. Yeah, like someone. Yeah, I, will, yeah, I want everyone to run away from. He's movie. not giving you a big smile. He's just kind of like when you tell your boyfriend to smile for a photo or like a yeah. child, you're like smile, and they're like, "Fine, that's what the smile he's giving us." He is he's forty, so he's one 40. of the older. Ones. Uh, yeah, I would have picked him more for Claire because of the age, but not so yeah, much. Yeah, me too. Tisha. Well, saying. I mean, he actually doesn't look 40, so that's good for him. Do you think he looks younger than 40? Yeah, I would have pegged him for like 36 or something. I would have said like 39. (laughs) (laughs) 39 and a half, actually. Yeah, so almost 40. (gasps) Look, we have a successful man. Another Asian. Joe, 36, an anesthesiologist. Did I say that right? Anesthesiologist? Anesthesiologist. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm so smart. Anesthesiologist from New York City. No, he he's looks, a doctor. He looks yeah, just he's a doctor. too sweet for too good for. Too I know. Sweet. No, he too yeah sweet. exactly. He's like too pure for this world. Yeah, like, I don't he, want. Yeah, to, sorry. He is the one that your mom wants you to marry. Like he is the guy that you he, you want him to be at hometowns essentially. Like you know his family is amazing and he's got like a mm-hmm. very yeah, for sure for sure you know like strict mom he, but they they love him so much and they're proud of him. Yeah, he looks. And he's just morally sound. And, yeah. Like, how is he single? Yeah. yeah. No, and if he lives in Manhattan, obviously it's expensive. So, yeah. So he can afford rent there. He might have a second home somewhere else, you know? Wow. I right, like well, his well, necklace. Hope- he's wearing like a necklace. necklace. He yeah, looks like he's like also from Hawaii a little he bit. Probably hike- no, he's like a hiker and loves like <laughs> doing things on the side when meditating. he's meditating. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> definitely a meditation in the morning to kind of get his head right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of Joe. Jordan C at 26, very young, a software accountant executive from New York City. He has glasses on. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he was ready for the photo. Yeah, he has a lot of gel in his hair. With that shoulder. Yeah, he's giving you a lean back, like I'm casual, but I'm posing. Yes. I feel like 
bachelor producers went to like some like software conference <laughs> conference yes. in Arizona where they found all these men that uh, were like, hey, no, you know what I mean? They just they crashed some conference literally. and they were like, they've been, they've been stalking LinkedIn or something. No, no, no. They were over the continental breakfast. Like, hey, like, yes. hey, you too. Bring your coffees. Bring, Bring your, your coffees. coffees. <laughs> you have jobs. They, they went to a salesman conference and a software account. Yes, yes. I think so. To get the normal ones because they know like they need to yeah. put these like normal fillers. <laughs> And like, the are right you reason. single? That's a hundred percent what happened. Oh my god, I agree. That's hilarious. So yeah, they definitely got him from the conference, Jordan C. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Jordan M. Him too. Okay. Another one from the conference. <laughs> He's thirty. They all looked like they were at the conference. They were. They were like, oh, I remember you from that seminar we had. Uh, the cybersecurity cyber engineer from Santa Monica, California. So he can get you unhacked from your computer. He can probably exactly. you know, figure out the new update on your phone. He's from Santa Monica, so he can afford some expensive rents. So he's a beach boy. He looks very trustworthy. And yeah. so that's good yeah, for a yeah. hacker. So he can't, you know, hack. That's true. That's true. I tell him my secrets. He's got a yeah, nice light peach like shirt on, very beautiful brown eyes. Yeah, he seems like a kind, a yeah. kind guy. Mm-hmm. I don't really peg him for either bachelorette, but nope. he seems like a good guy. Yeah. Kenny, 39, eight, hold on, a boy band <laughs> manager, pause for, you know, <laughs> absorbing that, from Chicago, Illinois. What does a boy band what, manager what? do in 2020? And who, why wouldn't you, but what is that? How many boy bands do you have? Do you manage like one? Why don't you just name the And one, I think of boy or... bands and I think of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and BTS. No, and also all those managers are notoriously like pedophiles and predators and they all have a history of like, no, like they're all like, in, like that guy's like in jail. The one you're talking about, the manager for NSYNC. Oh, and, yeah? Yeah, yeah. They're all horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They have a history. Unless, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, not Simon Cowell, who does like one who did One Direction and all that. He's also an asshole, though. Exactly. He's already a bad. This is all horrible. The tattoo yeah. is bad. The boy band. He boy looks band like he's trouble. Like he looks like he'd be good in bed, but also like you would regret it after. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No communication after. No. Nah, like night. he will ghost you the morning after. Like he'll just be gone when you wake up, but you'll be like always remember that that night. Anyways, Kenny. Mike <laughs> is up next. Thirty-eight. <laughs> A digital media advisor, media advisor from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. He seems really nice. He seems like an outdoorsy kind of guy. He's got a nice navy but shirt put together, on. can yeah. yeah, can clean up. He looks like he could chop some wood. Yeah, I just feel like he's like too innocent for the show. Right? Yeah, he might have been from that same conference because he's a digital media advisor. But he looks but like different, a good guy. actually. Yeah, but like. A, but he's from Canada, so that's so it's different. Yeah, good. it's a different yeah. Vibe. yeah exactly. He was like a, like a call in, you know. Yeah, I like him. I hope that he's around. He seems like a normal guy. I feel like he would be like a Tasha vibe. Yeah, yeah, I think she could get down with him. He's 30. And he's a little older, so that's good. Sure, I like the Hopefully age. He's more mature. Sure. I like the age sure. a lot. Do we think that he might have a child or no? Oh, why? Does mm-hmm. one have a child? I think someone has to have a child. All of them are like over 30. Mm, at least like one a, of them. One like of them has to. He, I would say him or Bennett look like daddies. My God, how many more do we have? there's so many i don't know i think we're getting towards the end she's like are we done yet this guy's name is Paige, 37 he's a chef we love a chef from austin texas we like chefs uh loves food too so i'm sure she'll like that claire i'm sure this is a claire guy this is a claire guy yeah i feel like Taisha would just you know 
entertain the part of the chef to, yeah. to have good food, but I don't think I don't that. see like you know why. Type. Remember when Claire like got engaged to that guy, the that French, French guy, and, the, and he was from wasn't he like Canadian French? Yeah, she likes that or something exactly. So like she has like anyone like that who's a little interesting and mm-hmm. outdoorsy, a little quirky and, like, and wild side. Like yeah. the tattoo, tattoo isn't Tasha at all, but the mm-hmm. tattoo is probably yeah, Tasha's more of like more a Claire. clean cut guy, where Claire is the opposite of that. Right. I feel so yeah. Riley, 30, an attorney. Good job from Long Island City, New York. He looks like he is responsible. He has got some money in the bank. He's casual because his shirt's a little off the shoulder. Mm. Um, yeah, I like Riley. I don't yeah. necessarily see him with Taisha, but he no. seems like a fun guy, a good guy. Yeah, I can see a lot of these guys like just getting along in the house. With yeah. him, yeah. He, this he seems right? just like a fun yeah, yeah. It would be a fun house, it would seem, I would think, with all of these guys. That's true. Hopefully. We'll see. We like Riley. Robbie, 31, an insurance broker from Tampa, Florida. I feel like this is a t-shirt. I feel like he's... Mostly because yeah, of his, insurance. like, beachy shirt that he's wearing. So he's ready for paradise. <laughs> yeah. I feel like 100%. I feel like he might be a Tasha guy, but not yeah. maybe not get along in the house kind of guy. Yeah. Like he's yeah, a little problematic. Her. He's already problematic. He's he 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 didn't follow like the conference dress code whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's already a huge problem. Like you're right. So he's he was say like what getting he wants. his photo Cause... shoot for a paradise already. He's like he's not really yeah. necessarily here for the right reasons. But he's he looks... there because he thinks it's like a free trip to LA the party you know what i mean i already get that yeah. vibe that he's already loving this like yeah. he looks like he, he has like a beach <laughs> hat in his bag with him like he's very like chill he likes to drink corona and i feel like but he chills until he's mm-hmm. not and then he's one that takes it too far and gets mm-hmm. drunk yes <laughs> he'll probably be in the pool the first night it would be fun yeah, yeah he's gonna be, be the a fun time. wild one i feel like tyler c 27 Another tyler c Another Tyler C. Hi. It's hard to, you know, <laughs> match up with the original he's, Tyler C. He's a lawyer from Morgantown, West Virginia. He seems really nice. Yeah, yeah, he does. He looks like a taste. But short, guy. but short, but probably like super short. nice. It could be the angle that they've felt they've shot him at, but he may be short. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't that wasn't in favor for him, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put the camera up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The eyes match the he's shirt. Like again. Looking up. He's looking uh, up. Yeah. yeah. They're like, let's try it. They're, they got bored with the original angle and they're like, let's go just stand on this ladder for him. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler C. We'll see if he matches up to the Thanks. OG Tyler C. Tyler S. 36. Uh, another Tyler. A music oh, manager from Georgetown, Texas. Nicole, let's. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know. No, it's just like the, I don't know why they have to get these. The Nick Bio, I don't even know how to say his name. Yeah. Like the scrawny, the these like, kind of guys. Yeah, men. Like they always have to stick him in every <laughs> season. Yeah. You can't go a season without him. But like, I like that he's he a looks like manager. a Claire guy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I feel like the music chef guys, like all those type of guys, are like a whole different group mm-hmm. than like the lawyer the attorney. Quirky. And then like, they have the software engineers and like yeah, the model. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like interesting already. Like the groups. It's, I know it's an interesting dynamic as far as jobs yeah. go. Yeah, I think the jobs have like been way not- better. I mean, he's not like, manly enough for Claire, I feel at like. All. He's not, like, strong strong enough. Mm. Not, like, yeah, physically, yeah. just, like, emotionally. I'm totally <laughs> but just she all about the eyes. headshot. But she fell in <laughs> love with that. She fell in love with, like, the scrawniest guy on that Bachelor Winter Games, so you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Her. She has, like, a very broad types, I feel, too. She's yeah. kind of all over the map with that. Yeah, exactly. Yosef, 30, a medical device salesman from Daphne, Alabama, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
He's wearing a he's giving you a shoulder. He is wearing a light peach shirt. He looks like he has like his shit together. Yeah. He looks he, like he's he, close with his mom. Literally the I de- he's the clone of the Miami guy, but just from like the one that Rachel married. And the one that's even on this season that we just yeah. talked about. There's like, always the like a type, type on every yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Yes. I yeah, think he'll funny. he'll stick around. I think he looks like he's a smooth talker. Like he, he's a salesman, so he's can probably sell himself really well. It's true, it's true. I agree. He's got a um nice silver yeah. fox happening, like a light like dusting of gray. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. And some All receding, right. but it's okay. No receding, yeah, which got he's still got thickness. No. This is the Nick Vial type, I think, for sure. Zach C, he's 36. See what I mean? There's so many of them. He's an addiction specialist from Haddonfield, New Jersey. Um, yeah. Wow, kudos he's for your Nick job. Vial 2.0. But yeah, very. Yeah, really yeah, good job. Boring. I wonder how you get into that kind of field. Okay, if, Probably, it's, if he like had it himself or he knew someone that was close to him that was like struggled with addiction. I feel like that's something that's that you true. get into from like. That's your true. own life experiences right right he and looks you, like he's a fun guy though yeah and you could definitely like sit down and have a serious conversation with him yeah he like it looks like he has like good a heart to heart mm-hmm. yeah like you can have a lot of fun with him but you can also have like deep convos with him yeah i agree mm-hmm. so yeah i think i think he'll be around for a while actually zach J, a cleaning service owner from saint georgia utah which is very um slash very model. S- slash model very sought after right now cleaning services I will say it's true it's yeah it depends if it's like a big yeah if it's a big business that he runs like yeah it could be like Lysol awesome. he'd be a bajillionaire <laughs> but also some of them seem like on the conservative side especially when they're from Utah it just depends like these certain states just like generally speaking like are more conservative and I know Tasha is like more conservative mm-hmm. than Claire maybe like on certain issues and stuff so. I see him sticking around yeah. for a long time. Yeah, me time. too, me too, me too. Just he looks like an all-around mm-hmm. guy. He looks like he's strong, got a good body, good smile. I like Zach. But questionable that he's single questionable. And like the it's they all the good-looking, really good-looking like job type of people. You always wonder if they're either really, really good and they they are who they are, or they're there's something off and they're a villain or something like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see. But yeah. I think he's a front runner. I think Chasen's a front runner. I think that, is that this it? guy. That's it. And Mike. And which one was Mike? Wait, the one that had the beard from Canada? Yeah, we liked him. Mike. Him. We liked yeah, um, Mike, yeah. Ben from California. So any like surfer type of guy that also has like Southern roots or conservative values is going to be a Tasha exactly. guy. Uh-huh. And then Claire will be more kind of. And the you. army. Oof. And the army. I know. Mm-hmm. He's definitely going to be, I almost say top three for her. Yeah, and yeah, this guy I, I think was, is gonna suck her into Brandon from Cleveland, Ohio, who's also technically. But I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he could suck her in real quick. Like, <laughs> they'll be like head over heels for him, and then won't even know what happens. Oh god, so, yeah, true. Yeah, the dark features. He's beautiful. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. Yeah. So anyone that's super beautiful, like, is for, is a tasty dangerous. It's a fine line. Yeah. So that's the men. We're all excited to see it come out of the limo on October thirteenth, so which is a Tuesday, which is interesting. Next week, I'm just so intrigued. I'm just so interested how they're going to transform Bachelorette. So it's going to be so interesting. Yeah, and I hope the guys like that's an emotional whirlwind. If you were like, oh, like putting your heart towards one woman, and then all of a sudden they're like, skirt. Um, here's another yeah. woman. 
who we love, Tasha is going to be amazing. But also it's like for the guys, I mean, actually it's Tasha. It's not going to be that hard. Mm-hmm. To transfer, yeah. That's you know? the thing. It's like, if you, you cannot help but fall in love with Tasha. She's the right, full package. Right. It's, oh, yeah, she's sure. a dream girl. So I think no matter what anyone had coming into it, they're going to be like, Oh wait, Tasha, <laughs> like, who's like, this? Yeah. What? Claire who? Claire who? Exactly. Cause she's exactly. got the body. She's got a smile. She's got, she's fun. She's going to be a good time and a good watch. So I'm excited yeah. for her yeah, and everything. She's going to so be wait. incredible. Mm-hmm. Do we think that she will end up engaged at the end of this? Because Tasha coming in won't, she'll have a shorter season then because of it. So how do we think mm-hmm. that's going to go for her? No, I mean, I hope not. I hope she ends up with a relationship, but not engaged. Cause I know her and I know that's like such a big deal. And like mm-hmm. her family, like, to put them maybe like through something like that again and like I don't want her to get even extra hurt because marriage is such a she values marriage so much and she's so religious and you know it's a really really big deal for her she's not just doing this just because or just to get famous or anything she's doing it because like she is super willing to finally meet the one so I don't know Mm -hmm. but unless it really is amazing but I don't know I don't trust these guys I don't like I've like yeah lost my trust. And- I will say I'm happy that Tasha has been through two shows now. She's had two relationships on each of those shows. She's had her own marriage that she's been through. She's, she's got like a great idea of what she's looking for. She knows the system. She knows how to. She knows what she wants. Yeah. That, yeah. And yeah. she's not going to put up. That's true. She is one to not put up with what she doesn't believe in. She's not going to get manipulated. Oh, or for sure. At all. Anybody. At all. So she'll at be all. completely fine. If she really is going to get engaged, then that means she really did love them. And yeah. Exactly. That means she's just not ready and that's okay too. She's mm-hmm. she's going to do whatever Tasha wants because exactly. she knows what's best for herself because mm-hmm. she's that's a true. woman, so boss woman. True. She is. And I'm really also excited that all the guys are at least of the 30 age. Like most of them are older. And I think that's good yep. for her yeah, to finally. not have any distractions from the younger guys because no, almost every single one has like a respectable career mm-hmm. rare like they finally I feel like focused on that also you can tell yeah going through all of, like the guys so that was refreshing to see I think because what happened with Claire how the she, she was supposed to start the season and they had to go pick up new guys I think because of that they were able to pick out some decent like real good guys they were seeking them out so I think that's the difference that's gonna really make the season good so we're excited yes um let's just before we go let's just talk to christian a little bit we want to catch up with you as far as we all saw you go through this insane journey on the show fell in love you were already in love going into paradise you were dating demi and then you had this Mm -hmm. breakup you fell out of love i want to just know how you got yourself through that very difficult time going through the show and coming off the show like what did you do how how did you get through that whole period of your life I mean, it, there's a lot to it, but I guess for I, the only line of advice that I could give to anybody that's experiencing maybe like coming up to a breakup or knowing that they're not in a relationship that they are, their needs are being fulfilled, then um, the, I, like everyone's situation is different. Um, every relationship, every individual is different. So I can only speak on my personal, you know, what I did and it's just take your own advice. So what I mean by that is if I saw one of my loved ones Mm -hmm. or one of my best friends going through what I know I was going through, what advice would you give them? Like third party, like emotions removed and you're looking at it like it's not your situation, but you know everything. And what advice would you give them? And then ask yourself, are you taking your own advice? Like, are you, are you really, you know, going to the standard that you deserve if you weren't so emotionally entangled, if that makes sense. And that'll give you some strength and, and understanding in your own scenario to kind of like 
self-reflect like, okay, is this something that's really making me a better person or adding mm-hmm. value or, you know, am I getting the needs that I, I need out of a relationship? And so um, how I got through all of that, along with taking my own advice and learning to, you know, apply that and as hard as it was, it was, you know, surround, I surrounded myself with the people that love and supported me the most. And my friends and my family, my soul friends, and you guys, everyone, I just, you're not in it alone. Like sometimes like lonely. And I just did a, um, a mental health chat about loneliness. And even though I was like engaged at the time and, you know, with oh, hoping yeah. and just holding mm-hmm. on to like hope and, and you can't change anyone that doesn't want to change. And you can be, you know, have all these friends, have a platform and all of that. But loneliness is a, it's feeling alone, like no matter who's around you all of loneliness comes from is not fulfilling your relational needs, whether it be in a friendship or a partnership. But in this case, I'm talking to a partnership. And so I was able to finally talk about it and actually be honest with myself and ask my like soul friends and the people that love me the most that are, you know, tough love and giving me their honest advice and then me mm -hmm. taking my own advice. I remember I talked during that whole period and I had to fly over to LA immediately to go see you because I couldn't even be at home because I also felt and not even as bad as you did but I, I also felt like just so confused and alone those months of like July August September were just like horrible like I like I blacked them out horrible. from my memory right like and then even like when you would call yeah. me like I remember you'd be at the store and I'd be like at home and we literally just like cry or talk about like what the hell's I mean look and, at us now and I <laughs> I know but I Damn, just want to like a good I just want to go back to that time and say, Nicole and Cindy, like, thank you so much for Mm. being even on the show. And they didn't show a lot of this. And I do want people to know because I think about it all the time. You two were so genuine with me and so accepting of me. And I had never been on that side of the TV screen before, like being on a reality show and both of you had. So you really both like held my hand and, and gave me your best advice and really I just thank you for that because you guys are really uh, genuine, just like wholehearted people. And I just, I'm really fortunate to have you guys in my life. So that's another plus of the show is, you know, gaining you guys as friends. And I appreciate it. That's what I tell everyone when they're like, what you, what was the best part? If you could take away anything, I was like the friendships I made, like I I wouldn't even know what I would have done (laughs) because such a bizarre once in a lifetime experience that barely anyone in the world goes through besides the few reality stars that enter the show. So like the really, right. it's, like our, it's like our own like sorority that only us experienced and like the future generations of girls who apply are going to experience and like mm-hmm. it's like this rite of passage that barely anyone And it's does. almost like the and only the people that were there really know what actually happened no yeah. matter how it's edited there's still stuff missing there's still like your reality of what you thought actually they were going to show or like how it went down and you're like wait okay and then you're like we're p- applying like what your memory versus the edited version mm-hmm. versus like what it's so crazy and it's so mind-boggling like oh my gosh I couldn't have done it without you guys and it's crazy because I remember like (laughs) while I was on the show I did some at times like as many people were there and everyone was so nice I did feel lonely at times because I was dealing with my like relational issues right when I got there it was like right in my face like oh my gosh what's going on Mm -hmm. like huh and then not only that it was just like I felt, again, like loneliness in a relationship that I, you know, yeah. had hope for. And and I just want to say, Nicole, yeah, the one time I was like, okay, 
let's freaking go. Like, I want to get tipsy. Like, what do we need to do? <laughs> I was like, I need to have some fun. <laughs> yeah. and, and you were the girl. I was like, I yeah, know. Nicole, we had the best day. <laughs> the best like, I best day of our lives. It was like a vacation. That one day felt like oh, a real God. Mexico vacation mm-hmm. for us. Like a real, right? Like we really were just like, no. And a then tequila when I, vacation. No, no. And then it was amazing. I, oh, I got so tipsy. I don't even know. Like, just because of my little thing of like the shot. And Nicole, every time I looked at her, she had like tequila on the rocks. Every single time I looked at her, she was just like, can't oh, yeah. and then, No, and then when that girl. But you beat the system. Yeah. You beat the system. You have like, to do tequila on the rocks. Have- There's a double <laughs> shot. And, and then, then a shot. Get too. Yeah, exactly. Wait, <laughs> and then I told her. <laughs> so that I remember then that producer went up to me like, Nicole, you get to put on the mic. And I pretended like I couldn't hear her. <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> you're like, wait, what? I don't. I was like, hmm? I don't know what you're Mama. saying. And I grabbed and I grabbed someone's food. Like I hadn't even ordered that food, and I was just like eating it like someone's oatmeal. Like I don't even know what it was. Or whenever they were filming and they were like going into deep conversation, and they're like, "Where's Christian?" And I'm literally hiding behind the camera, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'm not getting in this scene. I am not getting in this wait, conversation." They're like, "Christian, when are you getting in here?" No, it's a trap. It's always hey, a trap. And then remember, I remember the moment I met you. Remember with the protein? What was it? The iron? The iron level? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You have to hear this so good. What is the story? <laughs> I didn't even talk to you. Okay, know. so I didn't even know who she was, but I caught on to her personality really quick because you know Nicole's freaking funny. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't don't get to see that with the edit that you got. Yeah. You were, I mean, you were really funny, but like you also were like dove into a pretty serious like relationship, which we all kind of did like at t- different times. But we we're standing there and we we're like talking, we we're sitting at the table and I didn't really know. I just saw her like, you know, I don't mean I'm not judging everyone, but you just kind of like feel everyone out. And I'm mm. just looking and she had her little thing tied up like a skirt and she had her like cute little outfit on. She always looks so cute. And she was just like flipping her hair and she's like I'm from Miami and like just being beautiful. And I was like, hmm. I was like, okay, whatever. And then I hear everyone talking and she said, she said something under her breath like you know how she always does that she yeah. says her jokes like very like mom, mom. and I'm like I think she said something like about protein what what was it exactly iron that levels. you said and no like, one yeah. the, oh well you're like the iron you dipped oh because we were we were talking about how much we were eating and like that's all we did on the show is like eat yeah, and drink and, and, like, and no so exercise she was and so she was like eating and I was like talking about eating and all this stuff and I was like this is amazing like we just get to eat all day and you're like well the iron level it's like it's not about like where and it's like the iron levels are really good and like you want to have the iron levels and she just took a big bite of the chips and just like kept eating like she, we were just shoveling things in her mouth and, and everyone just kept talking like she was being serious and I was like oh my gosh she's joking and I was like yes I was like you're funny I was she's like, funny wait one more <laughs> oh story oh, the one story I remember about Nicole when we would come back to the room you get back to the room really late after rose ceremonies or the night and right. the handler started realizing that Nicole like really liked sna- certain snacks at night like she liked to have oh, certain God, no wonder why <laughs> I gained like 100 pounds. So they would have the snacks waiting for her when she got back to the room so she could it's like iron, munch. Nicole, it's iron. It's iron. No, the Kinder Bueno. The I'll kinder. never forget. I even bought it for my boyfriend because I was like, this is the shit. Like, put it in the fridge. Like, Yeah, put it in the fridge and you eat and it. Then, no, the and then no, the Mexican Oreos that, that got me done. Like, I was like so bloated. Oh, you, know, you know, there's scenes of me in the bikini where my best friends like screenshot it and they're like, you were bloated. <laughs> you were bloated. Like, yeah, I am, I'm, I am holding in a nice bloat. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. I commend you though. You still wear the cool. tight, like the tiny little bikinis though. Okay, I didn't bring anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I thought I was going to be a skinny bitch. <laughs> I thought mm. I was going to be like, oh, just drinking water, please. Hell no, because no. you're They're so bored. Yeah. Like, and I wanted the stupid no. item. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was waiting for for noon every day. I was like, noon? Yes? No? Bars no. not open? Okay. We're just dying laughing the whole time. No, remember Christian? And then we, when we at the end, we were like waving to our old lives. <laughs> I was like, Christian, you're never going to see it again? Bye. They were just, the ship you're like, off in the Christian, distance. You're, you're like, shipping it. Ship your old Ship, life because yeah. it's never going to be the same. Adios. Adios. Uh, uh, Adios. Good times, guys. All right. Before we go, Christian, last few things I want to ask you, because you're very into mental health and you are a very big advocate for it and you're doing all these lives. What is something that you can tell our listeners or advice that you could give on as far as right now? Because it's a very interesting time. Like, how do we keep our mental health in check? Like, what should we be doing to kind of keep our shit together? (laughs) Well, uh, we just had a live um, actually about loneliness, like I mentioned. And a lot of people, they were voting for, for us to talk about loneliness because loneliness Mm -hmm. is, I mean, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And it's something that we all have experienced, if not now, like in our past at some point. Um, And it's really important to be aware that the loneliness that we have and we've had in the past is a direct correlation of not fulfilling our relational needs. So whether that be with your friends, uh, your family members, your partner, your spouse, anyone that you allow into your life. And so my piece of advice would be, you know, keep the good ones close and be choosy of who you are allowing to be in your close circle. And I say there's like a close, close circle. And I call them my like soul friends and people that, you know, no matter what, I know that they'll be like close to my heart and you know, sometimes I talk to them a little bit more than maybe my outer friends where my friends are like, I know that they are, you know, good people and they're good friends, but I may not trust them as much, but if they ever needed me, I will be there for them and vice versa. But you get to choose like kind of these circles around you um, and just be careful because if you don't guard your heart and you allow, you know, the wrong friend influence you or the wrong person, you know, take hold of your heart and, um, it, it can actually really affect your mental health and your mental well-being because the most important thing is, you know, surround yourself with people that love you the most and support you the most. And it's okay to be selfish and set boundaries where they're needed. So mm-hmm. I completely agree. Last thing I wanted to ask you too, because you went through this insane journey this year, you were in love, fell out of love, and you found this new amazing relationship with Taylor. What do you recommend or how did you get yourself to a point where you were ready to love again? Like, how did you accept love and how did you give love again after a big heartbreak? I wasn't looking for it. I let love find me. And I didn't, I think that's so important because also with like societal, like tradition and culture, we, even with our families, like I remember my family always asking like, where's your boyfriend? Or when I came out, like, who are you dating? Like, and it's like, there's no rush. There's no timeline. There's no, you don't have to be married and have kids by this time. It's, it's whenever you are in a healthy, happy relationship, that's making you a better person and, and don't force it. Like don't force love, just let love find you. And that's just a piece of advice I can give because once I wasn't looking for it, it found me and, mm-hmm. and it found me with every, every piece of like that I needed. And I didn't even realize that. And it came out of a friendship. Like it was completely platonic and it Taylor was somebody that I had actually known for years since I was like 13. We come from similar conservative family backgrounds, a Christian household, all these things that, you know, I didn't actually know that I 
I needed that relatability and understanding and people can understand different cultures and backgrounds that aren't, but it was just comfortable for me, like not have to go through the learning stages of that because we already knew each other. We had that foundation of like, I know exactly who she is, where she comes from. Like, I didn't have to like figure it out and like peel back the onion. It was like, this is who I am. I'm here for you as a friend. And then all of a sudden, like us both going through getting out of, you know, a relationship that wasn't the best for us and being like selfish in that moment to move on, we ended up like consoling each other and falling in love. And so I'm just really thankful for that. But yeah, don't force it, I would say. And don't worry, don't feel, don't take pressure from outside. And that's so hard with all of us like on social media and being like, and I'm, I like share my love too and all of that. But I want people to know that you don't, you don't need to worry. Don't worry. Like you will find the right person and the person that, you deserve will come around and don't settle for less. I agree. It's like about intentions and being open to it, but not forcing it, not reaching for mm-hmm. it. Just like being accepting mm-hmm. to it when it, for when it comes. And usually if you don't no. force things, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll happen. No, the wrong person is going to make you worry. The whole relationship is going to make you doubt yourself in the relationship, going to make you doubt the relationship. There's going to be like, it's going to be such a problem. And that's when you really know, but in the, when you're in it, you think, wait, no, I have to try to make it work. But it's actually better yep. to end that relationship because that's not even the one for you anyways. Like now that us three right, right now, we're kind of in that happy, like amazing honeymoon phase. Like we're all in the beginning of our relationships. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're still, it's still, they're still going strong because like, hello, this is like what it should be like. There shouldn't be problems. You shouldn't have to be calling your friends crying at one in the morning. Like she said this, can you believe she, te- he, she texted me this or he yeah. texted me that? Like that's so un- not right. normal, super unhealthy. But obviously mm-hmm. when you're in it, and when you're like our age, we're all young, like in our 20s, like you think it's normal. Yeah. And there was a lot of resistance. There was like, not just from like my, you know, ex-partners in the past. It's like there was resistance on multiple levels and oh, yeah. red flags. And sometimes you're, you have these, mm-hmm. what I call love blinders on and the hope of like, you're, you're, you're holding on to little slivers of things that in the relationship may have yes. made you happy for a portion, but yes. you have to lay it all out and say, okay, which portions have I actually been happy and been at my best? And is that outweighing all of the negative times? Because we are, let's be honest, every relationship has, like you have your arguments, you have your disagreements, you have, you know, those moments that you have to grow through together, Mm -hmm. but it's how we, you know, are those outweighing the happy portions and the hopes of things changing and becoming something that we want this image of like, you know, what love should mm-hmm. look like and we're just like having this facade of relationship or am I genuinely happy? Like, that's are, what is this I, person yeah. like actually worried about my happiness and well-being? That's, that's what I realized on The Bachelor. That's why every, even with Colton, obviously that was a joke, but then with, with also with Clay, like that was, it was such a nightmare. Every day was hard. Every day, like the conversations were hard, everything, but the producers obviously tried to make it seem like, no, it's normal. This is all how it should go. Like, no. Is that like relationship? I'm like, like my poor gut. No wonder why I was eating Oreos, like binge eating every night. I was super (laughs) stressed, like trying to fight this relationship that was never a relationship. We were never meant to be like, Uh fun girl. Like my, in real life, I would have moved on in two seconds. Like that wouldn't have been a thing. Yeah. Now we know. And I'm so glad like we all are like realizing we're not in a bad relationship because that's so horrible. Yeah. We are your biggest fans. We are always will be supporting you and of Taylor and your adventures. And we're so excited. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I literally show my mom. I think it's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I'm always like, look at them. Like, do you see this? Like she's killing it. My mom's super happy. I know. I also love that. I love your mom. Tell her I said hi. I'll tell Joe's. (laughs) I also just love that you were not 
on this normal trajectory of Bachelor and the franchise. You just came in as a genuine person and went through this experience for love and then came out as that same exact person and now are using those experiences and the things you were given for good and to help others and in the best way that you can. And I just really appreciate you for doing that. So thank you. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate you guys for supporting me in that. It was such a a whirlwind, but I'm, like I said, like you said, if I even helped one person out there feel more accepted about who they are, um, then I'm proud of what I did. And I am proud of that aspect. And I did learn a lot. So it is, I don't regret anything. However, I have learned a lot that I'm applying to my life now and my future and how I live it. So thanks guys. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, Christian, before you go, we could talk for like a million days, but Before you head out, can you just tell everyone where they can find you, social media, where they can follow along with your new adventure and all of that stuff? I know. And now you're so good at Instagram. So good. <laughs> oh, my God. She's oh doing God. lives. What like, a, I hear has, lives. What a year. Like, what a difference a year makes. I'm right? like, oh, Christian, I'm a professional doctor again on my screen, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. We have to give a, I have to give my credit to those cute little posters that said mental health chat, all that stuff. I didn't do that. That was <laughs> like, oh, I no. can't take the credit of that. <laughs> I literally, I'm like, I'm like, babe, I'm having mental breakdown because I don't even know how to like Photoshop. I don't know, I know. how to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> literally still. I, all I know is how to like upload a photo, but even when I'm like on my live, I don't, I didn't even know how to save a live for like the longest time. And so I <sighs> like, literally have Taylor next to me and I'm like, take my phone because I'm going to accidentally delete this whole live session and Samantha's not going to have anything to prove for her tide changing therapy. Like, please help me because I'm, it's all a learning process. And I do, I'm really thankful for the platform I have and I am really trying. And, and I think I had a bad kind of taste in my mouth about social media because of the, the relationship that I was in that mm-hmm. wasn't that healthy. And a lot of like issue did come from like, being on TV and like what, what people think of you or us. And like, it made me like almost pull back from social media and not share my truth. And Taylor has re helped like encourage and give me the confidence to be vulnerable again and not, you know, let the negativity flood my well being outside of my Instagram account. We've all been bullied on Instagram, all three of us. I know that for a fact. Oh, 100%. Because if you have been on, if we all have had dad DMs or death threats or, or like you can't, like just critiquing my life or your decisions or what, of what you post. And the, the bottom line is we can't be thinking about what they're, the negative people are saying because they're always going to be negative people. Yeah. But we just have to remember, and that's what Taylor helps me remember too, if we're even helping just one person. And we do get DMs that say, thank you so much for what you do and what you post. And thank you for being yourself. And I'm so happy for you. Like, those are the people we're, you know, sharing our lives with. And, you know, we're not like best friends with them or anything. And we shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, like I'm doing it for all of them. But the bottom line is we have a platform and we should take responsibility of that to an extent to share love, be encouraging, be a good influence, literally an influence Mm -hmm. and know that like what we are posting are affecting other people's lives. And if you care about others, you care about the influence you're leaving on them. And so that's what has given me the confidence to be more vulnerable about my growth and um, about different things that I've learned in relationships and friendships and boundaries and all those things. So 
don't know. I just went on a tangent. I'm sorry. It was great. No, no. If it, oh, if sorry. If you want to continue, like, let's go on to your, <laughs> to your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll pop into your ID live. Oh, yeah. Let's bring it up right now. So, <laughs> exactly. So I, I did, <laughs> so I did want to share. So every, every Sunday, every Sunday, we, I will be having um, a live mental health chat with a professional. I am not a professional licensed therapist. However, my Good. lifelong best friend of like 13 years is a licensed professional and she's such a light, such a beautiful soul. So I want to help her, um, not only her industry, but help others through her profession and how well like spoken and intelligent and caring she is. So I'm going to be um, doing lives with her every single Sunday of the month of October at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and then Eastern Time is 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to join, I'll be saving them on my IGTV as well. And my Instagram is Christian Haggerty <laughs> with a K. Yay. With a K. Well, again, we're with obsessed with you. So yep. you're a great, great friend, great follow. <laughs> I'm obsessed with you, though. <laughs> no, I love you. Yay. All right, Yay. Christian. Love you so much. Have a great day. Love you both. I'm so love proud you. of you. This is going to be the best podcast out there because you guys are the best hosts and best friends. So I love hey. you both. And it's going to be oh, such a success. You. And thank you all are the best. I love you. Thank you for being love our you honorary too. first guest. We love you. Bye.